1: The volume. The 3NOW podcast with me, John Middlecoff, is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. It's the NFL playoff time, and there's no better place to get into the action than FanDuel. Awesome new and existing user promotions. America's number one sportsbook. Very easy to use, safe and secure. You get your winnings fast. I cannot recommend it enough. Love gambling with FanDuel. If you are new Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code COLLIN so they know we sent you. And FanDuel is now live in Ohio. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, that's me. Three and Out Podcast, that's what you're listening to. Fly Eagles Fly and Home of the Chiefs, baby. Move on. We got two of the four set. We got, if you're listening to this on Sunday morning, two more games to uh, to figure out what's our final four. So uh, we will dive into the action tonight. I didn't do a mailbag on this one. I will add it to Sunday show for Monday. So at John Middlecoff is my Instagram. I'll do a mailbag for uh, Monday morning. And today we'll just be on the two games that we just witnessed, and some of the, I guess, Aaron Rodgers news. I just dive into really quick as well. But if you listen on Collins' feed, make sure you subscribe to the Three and Out feed. Appreciate everyone listening. Appreciate everyone that shares it with their friends and their enemies. Uh, other than that, any other housekeeping to do? I think that's it. So let's uh, let's do some football. But before we do, I want to tell you about my friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do: go to your App Store on your smartphone. Download the GameTime app. It's the fastest growing ticket app in America. Use the promo code J-O-H-N, that's John, when you sign up for a promo discount of $20 off your first pair of tickets. I, a couple nights ago, went to a hockey game because of my friends at GameTime, sat right by the ice. I'd never been to a hockey game. It was incredible. This guy, Alex Ovechkin, here he's pretty good at hockey. Uh, watched it front and center because of game time. So the game time app, download it right now. Fastest growing ticket app. Basketball, uh, football. Obviously, there's still a couple games left. We have college basketball, the NBA, the NHL, you name it, concerts. You want to take a friend? You want to take your wife? You want to take your son? Use my promo code. Download the game time app. Promo code J-O-H-N. Get yourself $20 off your first pair of tickets. (laughs) Okay, uh, as my homies in PA would say, fly, Eagles, fly. And that's exactly what the Eagles just did at the link. They flew all over the Giants. That was a beatdown. We learned a couple things tonight. Because I do think it was okay for everyone not to put the Giants on a pedestal because it turned out they beat a very, very overrated Vikings team. But to question like what this Eagles situation was. Because are two main players... Their quarterback, who easily could have been the MVP in the league right there with Patrick Mahomes if he hadn't hurt his shoulder, and their right tackle, Lane Johnson, who's one of the best players, not best offensive lineman, best players in the NFL, both banged up. One guy's dealing with a torn growing, and the other guy has a messed up shoulder. Well, watch them tonight. They both look pretty good. right? If Jalen Hurts is going to play like that, like based on the matchup tonight, we've seen them both at full strength. The Eagles played the Giants early in December. I think it was 12-11, December 11th, and they scored 48 points. They played them again tonight, full strength, and scored 38. So the mismatch in this game is, is vast. It was wide when they're healthy. That was an ass-kicking. They ran for almost 270 yards. The Eagles, and we said this last week, the amount of talent on these two teams when healthy, and honestly, even when they're a little banged up, is as wide as the Grand Canyon. The Giants, who we'll dive into in a minute, just don't have the high-end players. And the question with the Eagles is, we knew they had the high-end players. One, they were banged up, and two, they hadn't been playing well. Like, they just have not been passing the eye test. It didn't look right. Well, they came out tonight, hair on fire, and looked elite, right? Because they have elite players. And if their quarterback is going to play like he did in the first half, They're going to be able to play with anybody. That is a Super Bowl-level team. Dallas Goddard, star. Devontae Smith, in a weird way, is one of the more underrated players in the league. Their running game is incredible because they have good backs. Their quarterback can run, and their offensive line is awesome. I haven't even mentioned A.J. Brown. Not sure what happened there at the end of the game, but one of the better players as well in the NFL. And the other thing with the Eagles, and you saw tonight, when they can get a lead, like they don't have the 85 Bears defense, but what they do have are awesome pass rushers. Reddick, stud. Josh Sweat, stud. Inside pass rushers, Fletcher Cox, Hargraves, they, Brandon Graham, they can get after you. And the best pass rush comes when you got a lead and you can tee off. And that's what they did tonight. They just, they were on a completely different level of talent. We knew that coming into the game, and clearly, health-wise, they got it rolling. And now they have momentum headed into the NFC Championship game, which they host. The last time they hosted the NFC Championship, if memory serves me, Correct. They played the Minnesota Vikings in Case Keenum, Nick Foles. They beat the living crap out of them. So if I'm an Eagles fan right now, I'm flying high. I'm excited. My team's stacked. We got a ton of talent offensively, defensively. We got premium players at every position. Our team speed is awesome. Physicality, physicality translates. We say a couple things translate always in playoff football, Right a run game, and a great defense. Well, we know the Eagles can run the ball, and even their quarterback in terms of their passing game, he's a physical player because A.J. Brown, physical player, breaks tackles, contested catches. Devontae Smith, for a guy that weighs like 110 pounds, plays really physical. So they have a physical edge to them as a team. Here's the thing with the Eagles too. Really good coaching staff. You know, it's weird because Sirianni's this 41-year-old Who's giving these team speeches with eight mile before the game? That that was a story on the interweb that he showed like the final rap battle uh from eight mile to the team last night. Basically, like let the other team do all the talking. Not quite sure the uh his angle on that one, but it clearly worked. But he's like a CEO head coach. He's not the offensive play caller. Their offensive play caller, very possible he's a head coach. Gannon, their defensive play caller, uh, you know, I, I think depending on who you asked in Eagle land. Uh, Not in terms of the front office, but fans. You know, he can be a little hit or miss. People around the league really like him. He's interviewed for head coaching jobs. You know, their coaching staff is obviously pretty good. And Howie Roseman... Uh, you know, one thing the Eagles did a great job of just a couple years ago, they whiffed on Justin Jefferson. They pivoted quickly, and now you watch their wide receiver crew. Like, who has a better one-two punch than them in the NFL? I'm a 49er guy, but Devontae and A.J. Brown are just probably better than Debo and Ayuk. And and honestly, Debo and Ayuk, when I started thinking about it, like, who has a better one-two combination than them? So, and you had Goddard, you had Miles Sanders, you had their running element with the quarterback, I mean, the Eagles are really good. And I, I think if you're an Eagles fan, you got to be thinking we have as good of a chance to win the Super Bowl as, as any team in the league. And now, depending on who wins this game, you know, Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, you're either getting an all time great NFC East rivalry in Dallas, or you're just getting a heavyweight championship with the 49ers, who are kind of feels like the mirror image of the Eagles in terms of just star impact elite players everywhere. And then on the flip side, I think you saw with the New York Giants tonight, like, incredible story. Their season was made last week when they won a playoff game. Incredible job by Brian Dable. They had no business getting this far with their roster, right? Clearly their GM and their head coach, if I'm John Mara, we finally got it right. Took us a while, but we figured it out. But one issue is, like, they do have some question marks. Right, the, the, the talent on this team, they have a long way to go. And now because they had some success, they're not drafting that high. So it's not like they got a top 10 pick. They made it the second round of the playoffs. So their picks are in the middle, mid-20s of every round. So their GM, that puts even more pressure on the GM to get the draft right. <clears throat> and here's the other thing. Their quarterback's a free agent. And so is their best player, Saquon Barkley. And clearly Daniel Jones did a really good job for him. But what's he worth? Right? Like I'd have no problem giving them eighteen to twenty million dollar deal on like a two year contract. But look around the NFL. There are some teams that are pretty desperate for quarterbacks. And some of these teams are gonna have cap space. And even if they drafted a guy, they might go, Well, can we get him on a two-year, fifty million dollar deal? Like that's really not that much money, twenty-five million dollars. But there comes a number where it's like, is he worth that? Like you saw tonight, not totally his fault. They're not it's Plaxico Burris and Steve Smith and You know, Jeremy Shockey ain't walking through the door, but you know, this is not some, he's a really good player. And I think, and I've said this before, I, I think the Alex Smith parallel works pretty well, but for Alex Smith to be a good player, he needed two things. A really good coach, Giants have that, and really good talent around him. Giants have a long way to go. And Saquon Barkley, like, stud. I want Saquon Barkley on my team, but he's a free agent. So, running backs, and we push back all the time, like, what are they worth? You should never pay a running back. That's conventional wisdom because over and over and over, it's proven like, yeah, you, you didn't need to pay him that much. Now, if I'm Saquon Barkley, I've been injured before, like, time to get paid. Now, what's his market? How many teams are offering him money? Giants philosophically, like Brian Dable and Joe Shane, are they going to, you know, give a guy 30 to $40 million in guarantee at that position? You can call a little freakish or whatever, but he has been injured before. He's had a major knee injury. Now, you saw him the second half of this year get his speed. He's he's a difference-making player, but this is a business. And, like, you can't just find Saquon Barkley's, you know, walking around the street. But clearly, you can find good running backs in the fourth, fifth, sixth round that can start for your team. So, I, I think that is going to be probably Daniel Jones. You have to have a quarterback to function. I don't have to have a highly paid running back to function. So I think that's going to be a long topic with their front office brass, how they do that, how they figure it out. I mean, look at the Eagles, right? I mean, Miles Sanders is a free agent. There's no lock that he's coming back. They play Boston Scott and Gainwell. Like They got some random guys, and you kind of piecemeal it together. It's not, to me, set in stone that the Giants are like, Saquon Barkley's back on their team. Uh, and I think that's going to be the biggest question mark up until free agency, is what they do. You know, who he's by far their best skill guy. The Giants desperately need a lot like the Jags, like they need a real tight end. They need to get a Goddard. They need to get a Kittle. You, that, that is the, the easiest guy to help a quarterback is just a dominant tight end because that guy's running routes within 15 yards of the line of scrimmage. It's easy. W- you can find wide receivers too, but. Once you find a tight end and you have a good running game, to me, that just changes the complexity of your offense. So I I would expect the Giants to be in the tight end market in the draft for sure. But uh, bye-bye, Giants. Fly, Eagles, fly. And uh, what an ass-kicking.
2: Bet the NFL playoffs with FanDuel, where every play is a rush. This weekend, FanDuel's giving all customers a no-sweat same-game parlay during the divisional round. Doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. You'll get free bets back if your NFL same-game parlay doesn't hit. Same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets, two or three or four, for a chance at a bigger payday. You build your own or choose from one of the popular SGPs pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. However you want to play, bet the NFL with a no-sweat same-game parlay. Just sign up, promo code Colin. If you don't already have an account, that's promo code Colin, to get free bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't hit. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467369 in New York, Tennessee. Redline line one Tennessee. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia.
0: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
1: When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash J O H N. That's LinkedIn.com slash J O H N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Speaking of the first game of the day, you know, Patrick Mahomes, it's weird because he became a legend so fast, like it happened with the snap of a finger. He became the starting quarterback in year two. And within a couple years, talking MVP, Super Bowl champ, he's just a living legend. Gets $450 million and every game that went by. I was like, oh, worth every penny. This guy's one of the best players we've ever witnessed. And he has like this pizzazz to his game that whether you're 10 years old or whether you're an 80-year-old football fan, you're just kind of glued to the television watching. But one thing when it comes to the sport of football, and I would say this in pro sports in general, but football is such a violent game. Guys get hurt and so many guys play injured is there's an element to quarterback of like, you got to drag this motherfucker off the field. And tonight, Patrick Mahomes, he's had crazier games in terms of touchdowns, in terms of yards, in terms of great plays. I I thought this was right near the top of one of his legendary performances. And you hear a lot of players say this, and I think a lot of them mean it it, it, to to a point like, listen, I, I would play this game for free, You saw a guy today who clearly had a bad ankle sprain was screaming at Andy Reid and Rick Burkholter, who Rick's been with Andy for his entire career as his trainer, about like, I'm not coming out of this game. And while ultimately they won, and they said, Patrick, you're not coming back in this game till you get an x-ray. That passion, as a consumer of the sport, it's like, that's why 40 million people are watching this thing right now. Because that guy cares. We often say this about in other sports, and just any time that you you know fans get mad at players, like it feels like we care more than you. No one cared more than Patrick Mahomes, who's about to win a second MVP, who's got the biggest contract in the history of the sport in terms of just length and numbers, and it's just one of the all-time great players. Like ultimately, what made. a legend, Brady for years, Manning. It's like you had to drag these guys off the field. It took Peyton Manning seven neck surgeries to miss time, right? Tom Brady only missed time when you shattered his knee. It felt like Brett Favre countless times in my youth was out there limping around. And Patrick Mahomes, for being a guy that's, you know, 27, 28, in 2023, this guy could have played in the 80s and 90s. To me, he's a total throwback. And uh I, I really believe today was one of his more legendary performances because of what he did injured. Limping around out there, just making things happen. That final touchdown pass that he threw kind of he leaped on his one good foot and then he came came down. And on the back of the camera, when they're celebrating in the end zone, you're like, there's a chief laying there, and we all like, is that Patrick Mahomes? And then everyone picks him up and he he limps off. On some of those uh, like wide zone plays, you know, those are the ones Peyton Manning made famous, right? He would just run out, hold his arm out. Like You have to cover a lot of ground. Patrick is one leg limping and hopping to the running back. And a couple times, even uh, Collinsworth was like, you know, the running back couldn't even hit the normal lane because Patrick can't get out there. Nothing but respect. I can't imagine how many guys you know, older NFL players or, you know, former old NFL coaches that played in in the 80s and the 90s, when you played on turf that was like concrete, people did not make that much money relative to what they're making now. It was just a bloodbath of the sport. Watch that game and just, this kid's a badass. What th- This is exactly who you want as the face of your league. And the Chiefs, in a weird game, when their star player gets injured, their backup quarterback, who's my age, he's been in the league 15 years. Chad Henne. it's like, that is insane. Comes in, leads him on a 98-yard drive. One thing they have done in transitioning to Tyree Kill, and I think the Eagles are like this, and the 49ers are like this. The, you, when you think of the Chiefs, you think Patrick Mahomes. They're dependent on Patrick Mahomes. To me, they play pretty well as a team. And you saw the one drive when he went out, like, they can function pretty well. They are much more well-rounded than they have been in the past. Some of that has to do with their their defensive speed is much better than the Super Bowl team because of their linebackers, right, in Gay and uh, uh, what's his name from Missouri, Bolton. Obviously, Chris Jones is having one of just the great seasons for an interior defensive lineman. Frank Clark was putting on a performance today. Their young defensive backs like make place. Justin Reed, uh, you know, is just based. Honey Badger used to be really good. Then he wasn't quite as good. Like that's an upgrade in 2023. Justin Reed. So to me, their defense is coming together. Uh, the number one story all week is going to be the health of Patrick Mahomes' ankle. But the dude's a legend, like I'm not discounting him just because he might be 85%. It will be a little more difficult against whoever wins this Bengal uh, Bill's game because those teams are better you know than the Jags. but uh fantastic win. What a great place to watch a playoff game. The chance, how cold it looks. Just what a what an awesome environment. I love watching big games in Kansas City. It reminds me a lot of my youth. Uh, with some of those Mar- Marty Schottenheimer teams. Obviously, these teams are on a completely different level. I saw the Chiefs tweeted out. Andy Reid is the first head coach in NFL history to win 10-plus playoff games for two different franchises. I mean, one of the all-time great coaches. Uh, and now, you know, he's two wins away from his second Super Bowl. Hell, they've gone to five straight AFC Championship games. If he just gets to a Super Bowl, that would be, what, their third Super Bowl in four years. Uh, the success they're having right now, is just, it's. I mean, it speaks to how great of a coach he is, how great of a culture they have, how great... And I said this about Travis Kelsey. I tweeted this out. Travis Kelsey isn't just one of the greatest tight ends ever. He's one of the greatest players ever. Like, Travis Kelsey is one of the greatest NFL players ever. Just think about the history of the sport. Like, when you talk Ronnie Lott, you don't just like, Ronnie Lott, one of the great DBs ever. No, you just go, Ronnie Lott's one of the great players ever. Walter Payton's one of the great players ever. Ray Lewis. You don't even say their position. That's Travis Kelsey. Sometimes on social media, it's like, oh, he's just a wide receiver. Well, yeah, beside Rob Gronkowski, what do you think uh, Tony Gonzalez and Shannon Sharp were? You, you think those guys were blocking in the trenches? No, they were great receivers. Travis Kelsey's better. What we're witnessing what this guy's doing, 14 catches, two touchdowns. I don't understand why the Jacks aren't covering him, but they didn't. Part of it is because it's hard to cover him. Right, He's an elite player. He's got an elite offensive schemer. And together, those guys equal that, an unstoppable force. Great win by the Chiefs, gutty win by the Chiefs, uh, incredible gutty performance by Patrick Mahomes, and that was fun to watch. And listen, it sucks to lose, but a lot like the Giants winning a playoff game when the Giants had two picks in the top six last year, the Jags drafted number one. They had also drafted number one the year before. So to go back to back, number one overall picks. Now, there's a chance that they might want to redo on that number one pick. Not going to overreact for one year, but some of the other guys early in that draft look a lot better than the Jags guy. But time's on his side. The Jags won a playoff game, and we're in the second round of the playoffs. And I think it all starts with their head coach. What a season for Doug Peterson. What a great job he's done with Trevor Lawrence. Even today, Spagnuolo is sending blitzes. Lawrence is getting peppered, and he just kind of kept getting up. To me, the way he carries himself, honestly, he struggled today. made a couple nice passes today, and he struggled in that final game with the Titans. I love Trevor Lawrence's body language. I remember watching him last year with the Jags and Urban Meyer, and part of it was the level of dysfunction that that place was, was outrageous. I mean it was it's probably one of the most dysfunctional years in NFL history for one individual football team. This year you just watch Trevor Lawrence, even when it's not going great, you're like, I kind of I just like his body language. And I think a huge reason I've been around Doug Peterson, normal, no ego, positive guy, former quarterback. He he's been awesome for them. And, and a lot like the Giants, they need a tight end. To me, in the draft, I would be all over the Notre Dame guy. This is supposed to be a really good tight end draft. A really good young tight end to put with your young star quarterback I think would be a no-brainer move. And also with ETN, who's a fantastic like role player, feels like I'm underselling him, but he's not your true starting running back. But he's definitely going to get a lot of snaps. I think they need a big back. To me, you get a tight end and a big back to go with Trevor Lawrence, Christian Kirk's proved to be a pretty good guy. They traded, remember, for Calvin Ridley, who suspended for, uh, you know, making the parlay, and he got suspended a year. Listen, Calvin, parlays not good. Right before the Giants Eagles game, I was like, you know, I told myself I love the Eagles, but Giants getting an eight, and I almost put a large wager on the Giants. But for whatever reason, like my internet or something wasn't working, and uh, it, it I, I couldn't load. And then the game kicked off, and I was like, whatever, glad I didn't do that. But so Calvin Ridley, listen, you know, gambling, be responsible and parlays usually don't work. But Calvin Ridley is coming back. And just a couple years ago, Calvin Ridley was a really good player. Remember, the Eagles tried to trade for Calvin Ridley and they were going to until Roger Goodell suspended him for a year. So uh, I'd be pretty bullish on the Jags. I think I saw the quote. Trevor Lawrence is like, we plan on being back here. This is the new standard. Doug Peterson's a winner. Like, Doug Peterson knows what he's doing in the playoffs. Even today, like, just staying in that game in a hostile environment. A lot like the Miami Dolphins, they play in Jacksonville. Like, to go into Kansas City, I think they said it was 37 degrees, but it ain't 37 degrees in Jacksonville. You think Trevor Lawrence, a kid from the South who played at Clemson, is used to playing on the cold? And I, I, I to me, I don't, I don't know, depending on something crazy happening this offseason, I, I don't know how the Jags aren't favored to win that division, so... Fun day of games, Uh, well, at least the first half of the Eagles game, but the the first game was fun. Really quick, last thing, I I saw Schefter said today, this morning, that basically like Aaron Rodgers very well could be traded. And I I really think it's pretty nuts that the Packers, and I get where they were in a tough position last year. He won the MVP, so he had won back-to-back MVPs, but he got bounced in the second round. Like, Wouldn't last year have been your time without giving him all the money to pivot? And I get it would have been hard. You would have taken a lot of shit <clears throat> with the media. You know, who knows? It would have been difficult to do. But how just a year later is like trading him a realistic possibility? Clearly, you ha- you wanted to do that last year or at least entertained it. But you felt like obligated to give him $150 million. And now he's got $112 million on- left on his contract. And now you might trade him. Like, is that the type of guy you want to be in business with? It, it feels like it's just a pain. Like, it really is. I've always defended Aaron Rodgers as being this all-time great-time player, and I still believe that, but he is pretty exhausting to to be in business with, especially if he gets traded this offseason. Like, that is, I want to be in business with Patrick Mahomes, you know? I want to be in business with Josh Allen or Joe Burrow. This, it's kind of exposing the Aaron Rodgers drama. is just, holy shit, it's exhausting. So I guess we'll end on that and um, enjoy... Sunday's games and I will talk to everyone Monday morning. Adios.